0: Welcome to the Alicia Power Show. You're here because you want to hear something that'll touch your soul. And as the founder of SoulMentoring.com, well I'd like to bring a moment like that to you. Hello, my name's Alicia Power and I'm a spiritual intuitive and I speak clearly two way with the worlds of spirit and it's my privilege and my honor to be able to talk to the worlds of spirit because they teach me so much. I thoroughly enjoy listening to them talking to me. Um, And one of the main reasons why I dialogue with them is so that I can ask them questions about my soul growth and that's the topic That's the focus of our conversations, usually. So let's talk a little bit about soul growth, if that's of interest to you. People talk about personal development, personal growth. I talk about soul development and soul growth. Um, We are born in this life and we rumble through our life, sometimes wondering what our life's really about and what we're really here for. We have great jobs sometimes, great relationships, great adventures, great experiences, but behind all of that is a little question of what am I really, really here for? And I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into that topic right now. I'm just going to rip the veil uh, just really quickly and talk about you as a soul. So in my book, from my experience of communicating with spirit tutors for over 30 years now, is that each one of us is a soul, meaning that we are eternal. We kind of originated in the worlds of spirit and traveled into this experience as a human for a period of time when we were born and we're going to die. So that period of time we are hanging out and experiencing ourselves as being human. And the reason I'm talking about this is because of it, Background question. Of all the relationships and the and the the jobs and the careers, successful or not, relationships successful or not, what really is happening behind the scenes? What is that question mark about? And what that question mark about is about is that you're a soul looking through your eyes out into all the experiences that you've been having as a human. And so there's this could shine a spotlight on that dynamic. I am a soul. I'm here to explore. I'm here to experience love, not love, success, not success, tough times, good times, the range of experiences as a human. But behind it all, what really is the soul up to? What's it reaching for? Why is it even bothering to be here? This is the big question. And what I'd like to just straight up front suggest, the reason why it's here is because it's gaining competency in something. What is it gaining competency in? Sure, it's a silent observer of our lives, but it's also working hard. It's also noticing a lot of things as you or I are walking through the continuum of our life. And what it's noticing is uh, kind of like a binary situation of what it likes and what it doesn't like. The soul has a different set of criteria to us as humans, interestingly. We'll handle a bit of pain. Um, You know, if we are in a relationship with a person that we really love, but it's a bit tough, we'll stay there for a little while, some of us. (laughs) Um, Or same as in employment. Um, Perhaps the the remuneration is great. Perhaps the money that you're getting is great. Um, And you'll stay there for a little bit longer even if you might be bored or it doesn't suit you or it's not a good fit for you. Um, The soul has got different criteria. The soul is much more sensitive. The soul uh, is softer. Actually, it's about love. That's what it is about. Um, That's what it wants, that's what it likes, that's what it's made of, that's its essence. And so when there's experiences that are not love, it stores that as a memory. Uh, When there are experiences of love with your puppy, with your partner, with your siblings, with your children, with your parents, with your friends, love. When there are experiences of love, your soul kind of expands and blossoms and also notices that that is what it loves, that's what it wants. I'm speaking quite clinically and pragmatically here, just in terms of that binary on and off, what it likes and what it doesn't like, uh, because the soul has that criteria. It's like a bloodhound, it's looking for love. You know, love could be in the beauty of nature, actually. A lot of you go trekking out in nature to feel God's love behind the beauty of nature. So love isn't necessarily even between a human and a human, or a a human and and, uh, animals. But the soul is like a little candle flame leaping up towards the sun. It's looking for its origin. It's looking for that essence of love. You could say that it's on an eternal quest for love, even, even between lifetimes when we pass back up into the world of spirit. So definitely in this lifetime, in our lifetime, that's what it's looking for. Artists are interesting because they say to the rest of society, um, you guys go over there, a lot of artists, walk away from society and just get into what they love it nourishes them and a lot and many people look on at artists going wow how courageous is that but maybe that soul recognized that it really didn't want anything else except beauty or soul expression and it had the courage to say to itself well i might not get you know, high income from this, but it's going to nourish my soul. This is an example of the soul choosing. The soul choosing. So you can look at your lifetime and just reflect on the trajectory of your lifetime and look at moments where your soul chose, where your soul overrode your logic and said, I'm going to go for love. I'm going to go for joy. I'm going to go for soul nourishment. So I am going to just very gently leave that with you. This is just a quick little intro around soul growth. And I've given you a big clue as to what works for the soul. And I also want to say that connecting quietly on the inside of yourself with the worlds of spirit and with your own spirit guide and learning to uh, unpack their impulses to you, not just through cues on the outside but direct to a question and answer type moments where they're instantly replying to you but you don't know how to unpack or translate the flow of data that usually comes way below the logic and as a feeling is arriving in your consciousness. You have to learn to have those dialogues and practice so that that um, response from your spirit guide works for you, so you understand what they're saying back to you. And when that happens, uh, your soul has an opportunity to get a lot more guidance uh, in this lifetime. In terms of alignment, uh, in terms of your logic, having a conversation with someone about alignment with your soul, with your soul's longing and its soul, your soul's needs. Um, so I do want to say that there is a program that I've created, a very simple, quick, six modules, little mini-workshops, 20 minute mini-workshops, where I take you into connecting with a spirit guide and opening up and trusting and getting confident in your ability to hear them. And that's on my website, soulmentoring.com and in the main menu where it says courses you'll see it there it's called how to talk to a spirit guide mentioning that because i'd love you to start your soul growth journey the soul is worth listening to uh, the soul is worth awakening and uh, developing especially in this lifetime you have an opportunity to expand your experiences in this lifetime so that uh, your awareness of who you really are in this lifetime matches uh, the expectations that you can have on yourself in this lifetime in terms of soul fulfillment. So with that, thank you for listening, thank you for watching. My name's Alicia Power and you can find more of my uh, chats and training at soulmentoring.com. Namaste. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you may like to subscribe or share this episode. If you'd like more training on spirit guides and soul evolution, visit soulmentoring.com. See you in the next episode.